the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan subscribe and drive no deposit no compromise no fuss find out more at nissan.ie Sinead Ryan, presenter of uh, The Home Show, is here with me as she is for the Consumer Corner this time every week. Sinead, you're very welcome. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm not too bad. We're talking about benefit in kind. What is it? We are. Yeah. Never had to pay it. Because <laughs> Always have mean employers you to say you don't give me benefits. anything. Yeah, yeah. Get out my violin. Uh, uh, do you know what? It's thrown up an interesting thing because of the working from home thing. Like we were all told, oh, so many companies said we can never allow our employees work from home. It'll never work. Rubbish. Look at us all now, we're doing it. So <clears throat> it has thrown up a thing because there's lots and lots of people now working from home who never did before uh, and they never maybe encountered benefit in kind. So effectively, it's a tax uh, that's applied to anything your employer gives you that isn't cash. OK, that isn't your salary. OK, because obviously that's subject to income tax and all the mm. other stuff. So the most common example, of course, is a company car. Yes. But there's lots and lots of other things that employers give to their employees. And uh, there is always a dilemma over, well, is it mine? Is it theirs? Do I pay tax on it? Is it yeah. a gift? Is it a present? Is it needed for my work? Uh, so I thought I'd kind of look at a few different areas that you know, do cause confusion. OK, so w- w- where is the line between something that they do give to you and something that they're kind of loaning to you for a yeah, while? Yeah, it's a tough one. I asked um, taxback.com because because they know all about this stuff and they said to me that once the provision of the item is primarily for business use, it's not taxable as a benefit. OK, now, so for instance, that would include certainly from the working from home brigade, laptops, laptops a printer, your ergonomic chair from work, um, you know, maybe something that they say without this, you cannot effectively work for us. Okay. So, so that's the distinction. That's the line. Now, and if that sounds a tiny bit vague, it can be. Um, but generally speaking, you know, it's your company laptop and you're in a, on a company chair and the company has given you a printer. None okay. of that is going to be taxable, even though you might occasionally print out cartoons for the kids on the printer or, <laughs> you know, print out something else. And that that's. Who, who are these people okay. using their work laptops Look at home Netflix on to the do work things? <laughs> who are they? Um, no comment. Um, well, cars then obviously fall outside that because you're using your car for all sorts of other things. Is well, that they the do idea? and they don't. Um, cars don't. Cars are taxable as a benefit in kind. Yeah. Where uh, you are using it for any. Uh, personal mileage at all but there's a sliding scale so if you're driving a company van and you drop it back to the office every single day and you get into your company vehicle that's fine that's theirs and you're only driving it around okay. but if you're an executive you have a company car as part of your job you mm. take it home and you can scoot the kids around in it at the weekend now you see so there's yeah. where it's used for both so revenue apply a sliding scale depending on the mileage that's for personal use and the mileage that's for business use and is commuting to and from the office is that counted as mileage uh, for business use do you know I, I I don't know that it's that strictly taken revenue are kind of happy enough they have wide bands of okay. business use under 24,000 over 48,000 really anyway. do you know so so it tends to be where where there's no guarantee of the personal mileage they assume about 8,000 kilometres a year now you'd probably do that about a month 8,000 <laughs> well, would I do 8,000 quite a month no I do have half that though in a month unfortunately so every two months I'd, I'd go through that limit uh, so if you do have whether it's a car or something else that is 
benefit and kindable. Yeah, benefit and kindable. So so benefit and kindable, for instance, it's not necessary for your work. So if they pay your medical insurance, okay, your VHI premium, or they pay your gym subscription or membership of a golf club, those were the days, okay? Yes. So that's not needed for work. And therefore, it is conferred as a benefit on you and you will be charged benefit and kind tax on that, okay? But things that that your employer can give you that carries no benefit and kind, and this is interesting now because there's COVID stuff in here. Um, So if your employer pays for you to have a COVID test or the flu vaccine, that's not uh, treated as a benefit in kind because there's some companies paying for private COVID tests so they're not going to well, whack the employer. I suspect before the, the end of the year there will be companies paying for private COVID vaccines yeah, possibly. there might be, there might be. So at the moment Revenue are saying that's not treated as a benefit in kind. In other words, it may it's necessary for you okay. to be able to come to work, right? Um, you're allowed up to three euros 20 per day and we know this already as, as a working from home allowance, okay? That won't be taxed. Uh, interestingly, uh, if, for instance, your employer takes the car off you during this COVID period because you're working from home and the employer is entitled to take your car back off you if it's a company car, they can pay for taxi fares for you to come in and out of work and that's not benefiting kind. Right, All right? OK. Um, also, at Revenue aren't totally mean about this. They do know that companies like to give their employees a little extra treat from time to time, maybe a bonus. Yeah. Normally, bonuses are taxable as part of your salary. But if you get something like a voucher or a hamper or a couple of bottles of wine for the Christmas party, up to 500 euros, that's not going to be treated so as re- rev- like Yeah, little things like that. Uh, revenue, they just don't want to be bothered with they, kind of small little things. They, they realise the reality of the workplace. Yeah, kind of Things they do. are given out. Exactly. Now, the then. other one that comes up very often is accommodation. The News Talk pen my son is so, doing his homework with most days. They don't, <laughs> revenue, well. re- revenue don't want to know about it. <laughs> yeah, well, in fairness now, <laughs> I, my off-the-ball pen, I'd say, is worth about better days. 20 cents yeah. maybe. Um, accommodation is, is one at the moment and, and it, that, that's going to be fascinating because as it stands at the moment, if your employer sticks you up in a flash because you're, you know, you're working in London or whatever, yeah. that's normally treated as a BIK if it's permanent accommodation. OK, um, however, if during COVID, uh, if it's temporary accommodation to avoid you infecting the rest of the office, they're not going to apply a BIK on it. But this will be interesting if the government brings in its mandatory quarantine, because as we ha- believe, are led to believe, that's going yes. to be in a hotel for two weeks. You're flying back from the States from work. work yeah. You're arriving into a hotel, City West or otherwise, you're put up. The government has said that the passenger must pay for that the same way it is in other countries. Now, if your employer pays for that, that's going to be OK. Oh, right. OK, yeah. so that's OK. Yeah. Now, just for people then who are working from home and they've got all this stuff then so that the ergonomic chair and they're worried about it all. Yeah. Like once it's all work related. Once it's all work related. They're okay. and, and to be honest with you, if the company owns it, so if you were to leave the company in the morning, is that all stuff you'd have to give back? You know, well then you're not going to be BIK'd on it. Technically, I think it's probably the answer to that. The people texting in on 53. You just do technically. 106. Uh, Brian from Cork. Yeah. Uh, I have a question about a child studying for college from home. Is there any ability, Sinead, to claim tax back on laptops and having to upgrade the internet? No, I'm mm. afraid there isn't, Brian. However, uh, for third level students, uh, the Department of, Ed- of uh, Higher Education or whatever uh, uh, that one is called, Simon Harris's new department, uh, is giving uh, third level students 250 euros towards exactly that. OK, now it hasn't been rolled out just yet. It will be rolled out. I'm told it's imminent. Uh, so maybe your 
son or daughter can claim that 250 and that is purposely designed so that they can upgrade and get a better laptop and all that kind of thing. Uh, another listener says, I have a company car and as I'm not travelling or doing any business mileage, I'm now paying 30% BIK as I need the car for personal use. Is there any update or change to this or are there any options to lower my BIK? Thank yeah. you. So they, they, I suppose they were offsetting some of the personal mileage, was it? By, yeah. Because they were doing huge business yeah. mileage and now it, it's all personal. Exactly. Because, I mean, the, the BIK at its highest ranges from 30% of the value of the car down to 6% of the value of the car if you're doing 48,000 kilometres a year, OK? Yeah. Now, given it's all on personal mileage, the, you can only really avoid BIK completely if personal use is forbidden or the car is taken back off you while you're at home. OK, now, in this case, it's it, the listeners saying the car is staying with them. Yeah. If you have really, really low mileage, but you're away from the office for 70 percent of your work, you can get a reduction. It doesn't sound like that's going to qualify, though, because the car is sitting outside his house. OK, do I have to pay BIK tax if my employer transfers ownership of an electric car to me? There are BIK deals, aren't they, are kind of uh, um, exemptions around electric yeah. vehicles. Yeah, if the car is totally electric, so not a hybrid, right? Yeah. So if a car is totally electric and your employer um, buys it for you as a company car, then there's no BIK payable. Okay? What if but, they give you the car, it sounds this, like? This is a different thing. This sounds to me like it was somebody else's car and now it's being transferred to you, maybe from a different sales rep or a different company. And the answer is, I don't know, but I think you would have a really strong case with revenue not to have that charged as BIK. My advice would be to call revenue. I like, I mean, I, people don't do this often enough. They're terribly nice. They're very knowledgeable and they're at the other end of a phone. I think people are terrified of being on their I, radar they are, or but something. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Revenue only this week sorted out a big problem for me that was bothering me. They're really good. Yeah. I would ask them or get somebody in your uh, uh, HR department to, to check with revenue because you don't want to be paying that bill if you don't have to. No. OK. Uh, another listener's text in. I have a question around BIK on Travel Saver tickets. I bought an annual Travel Saver ticket via my employer. It cost 1500 quid that was uh, there was refund offered due to COVID and I applied for the maximum which I guess would be around 700 quid however I only received 337 in my play sip I asked HR they said that the refund was taxable (laughs) as BIK I can't understand this as I paid the initial amount of 1400 net tax so surely my refund would be 700 can you explain if this is Ah, right the vagaries of the tax system this this does seem unfair (laughs) So much of tax policy seems unfair, Kieran. Uh, I, I, the only thing I can guess here that might have happened is that the thing, the BIK was deducted at the very front end and now it looks like you're getting free cash, like an extra bonus into your salary and it is being taxed, uh, you know, without that. I would ask HR for me to outline in writing step by step exactly what happened, why they applied this charge or why revenue told them to apply this charge, yes. which is more likely. And and if the sums are done out on paper for you, the travel saver is BIK free, the, you know, so the company can buy you that. Yeah. Um, however, you're not using it. So maybe a stance was taken. Look, if you're not using it, well, then we're not going to give you a tax break on the on something that, you know, we're, we're, we've taken back off you. So if it is no longer usable, you're not maybe an essential worker. 
So you can't use the travel saver. They're now no longer deeming it as a benefit. All right. OK, I, I hope but they that are deeming it as a benefit. Rather it clears than things up. It seems to be the first protocol back to HR and, and get a bit more detail on it. Yeah. Um, uh, another Sinead has texted in, in relation to the 10% tax deduction for working from home costs. If there are a number of people in the house working from home, can each person claim the 10%? Ah, that's a very good try. I do like creativity. Uh, no, is, is the correct answer. So if you have two adults in the house, it's 10 percent of uh, the bill and if there's two of you claiming it uh, then it's half of that I'm afraid. All right okay so you can't knock 20% off for for the two of you. Uh, I'm getting a massive pension from my job in the civil service which means I contribute nothing towards it. Is there benefit in kind to be paid? I'm not sure if that takes a little tongue in cheek from somebody who's in the private sector who doesn't have any pension provision. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Is there BIK to be paid? Pensions are not BIK but so so pensions law (laughs) specifically and it's nothing to do with BIK actually it's pensions um, legislation says that if your employer puts money into your pension scheme it is tax free now that's true whether it's private sector of course in the public sector there is no employer putting anything into your pension it is mugs at the other end paying it uh, taxpayers paying it out of current account income every single year All right, listen I hope that that answers your question if indeed it was a real question I suspect not Sinead (laughs) listen uh, thank you for everybody for getting in touch with those questions and thank you to Sinead uh, for answering them Uh, Sinead Ryan there uh, this week's Consumer Corner you can hear Sinead every weekend on the home show The Hard Shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive no deposit no compromise no fuss Find out more at nissan.ie.